Welcome back to another episode of R for Ratchety. I'm Angela. And I'm Sophia. And today we're coming at you from home. How are you, Sophia? I'm good. I need to brush up on my econ. I've decided that I'm teaching my mom econ so that I can study for my test. <laughs> That's a fun family bonding way to Uh-oh. study for finals. Uh, <laughs> kind of. Econ is like stuff you should know, though, because everyone has to deal with money. Yeah, econ is like half common sense and half like not common sense Heck, yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i tried to um study with my dad the other day by just like telling him what i've been learning and he wasn't even listening but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta pretend you're listening and then that person will just spill all their information out mm-hmm. and hope good things happen you hope that you like pull new things into your brain that didn't exist before. Yes. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I'm so good at studying. <laughs> I really like thought I like halfway through the semester, I was like, oh my gosh, I learned how to study. And then the second half of the semester, I was like, nope, still don't know how to do this. <laughs> okay, the thing is. I'm taking a class on how to study. So, like, I know how to study. I'm just not. <laughs> Teacher. <laughs> That'll be the topic for another day. Or it could be today. This is actually very timely. <laughs> it is very timely. Our topic for this weekend is review. Very timely for the upcoming final season. General rule of thumb is if it takes more effort, it's working better. And it's like encoding it better into long-term memory. But if all you want is a grade, which should not be the goal, but like at a certain point of the semester, that becomes the goal. <laughs> then I would say that the strategy is a little different. So like, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything specific you want to talk about? What study strategies do you use? Do I use or should I use? <laughs> should you use? Okay, okay. Okay, so um, the best study strategy is spaced interleaved studying or practice, spaced interleaved practice. And what that means is um, like you do a variety of different types of questions and you do them over the course of like multiple practice. Forgot how to talk, practice sessions. So so like if you're studying for math or something, then um, you should questions from all of the units and put them together in one study session so that you have to decide like which formulas and which equations to use. Because on the test, it's not going to be as nice as it is in the textbook where you just go straight down and use the same formula for the whole section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what interleaving is. Um, for classes that aren't that easy to study for, meaning you don't have like practice questions, 
For those, I don't, I'm still working on that one, but I think it's better to like ask yourself questions while you read and try to find, um, like try to test yourself somehow. But rereading is not as useful as you think it is. Like there are very limited benefits after the first reading. Oof. Yeah, I know, sucky. <laughs> That's usually how I study. <laughs> Same, it's so bad. But if it's just um, like multiple choice questions, that's more recognition than recall. So sometimes rereading can be useful for that, but you're not gonna remember anything after the test, which like, honestly, I don't normally. So I'm just calling myself out now. Ugh. Don't worry, you're calling like half of American college students out. <laughs> I'm at like one in the morning. <laughs> but I definitely don't do that. I just do my cramming at eight in the morning before my test. Same. <laughs> <laughs> and then you rest during the test. Like you take a second to breathe and then it's like, okay. That's right. Yeah. For one of my finals, my chem final, it's the kind where um, you can't go back to questions. Like it's oh, forward on only. What? Is it on Canvas or? Yeah, it's, well, we use Brightspace, but it's online. And uh, that might be an issue because every test we've had so far, I've had to skip the first question to like give my mind a tiny, like it's time to settle. Oh no, that sucks. <laughs> it's like, sometimes like people, sometimes professors will write questions with the answer in the following question. Yeah, that's so nice. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh that's unfortunate being able to use the test to take the test it just it feels so good like you feel like you've cheated the system yeah but best legally <laughs> <laughs> best testing strategy is using the test to take the test although i have to say sometimes i feel like cramming is effective like i crammed for every single one of my a push tests and out of every class that I've taken in high school, I remember the most things from APUSH and AP World. And I crammed for every single one of those tests. Wow. <laughs> that kind of goes against science, but <laughs> cool. Like, because it's like, I feel like part of history is, or the dates part of history is, events part of history is memorization, but then figuring out the cause and effect is like crammable because because of technology there's like oh okay bigger population Not equals urbanization equals mm -hmm. yay so i guess you were able to remember that better because you connected it to your prior knowledge so yeah. that's a kind of a form of recall and that encodes it deeper in your long-term memory Big brain. i never did that i did not understand history i was like this dude died and then this dude got angry and then they had a war and then colonization and then they didn't like that anymore so they had another war honestly that's not well that's honestly kind of how it happened <laughs> but yeah. But like with history also, 
the I was also terrible at history until like my last two years of high school <laughs> um because we did this thing with like it was like called a sprite chart for AP world where you do like social political innovation technology how do you spell sprite <laughs> political religion innovation technology economy hmm. economy <laughs> and then for every unit you would just like fill it out because everything has some political cause everything has innovation like in the 1860s you have the razor you have the camera blah 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 and then i don't know that made it like a lot easier which is like sort of memorization because you just have to memorize the charts and then connect things together when you're writing an essay mm. but yeah but the inter interleaved whatever thingy fancy word thing <laughs> my bio teacher spent a good four four weeks telling us about that we spent two months talking about study strategies and then we spent the following two months talking about water so <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was the worst class I've ever taken in my life. <laughs> oh yeah, you hated that class. Okay, is there something about bio teachers and wanting you to like succeed in life? Because my bio teacher was all about like, what was it? The roadmap of life? I don't know, but a lot of people loved him as a teacher. They were like, oh. He's so cool and he's really chill though i mean at least like was your teacher super lenient no okay <laughs> no roadmap of life what what is the roadmap of life um he basically just lectured us on like oh you need to find a path that works for you and you don't need to follow what you think your path should look like you will find something that fits you best. And if you don't get into the college you want to, that's okay. Like it was all just very reassuring stuff. And um, I think it was a nice message. I just usually was not in the mindset because it was like, I had it last period. Mm. So at the very end of the day, my mind was shut off. <laughs> not very receptive to everything, but it was very nice to to know that, like he was the easy bio teacher, not gonna lie. It was nice to have someone who, like, you know when you can tell that teachers care about their students. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Also, but then to some extent, I'm just like, please stop telling me this stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like to some extent, American, the love of self-help mm. diminishes or like, to a certain extent, oh my god, economics, to some extent it works, and then your marginal utility goes down. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Dude. Look at you putting these connections <laughs> together. Okay. Yeah, no, that's definitely how it happens, because people just say the same things over and over again, like you hear it all the time. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you have to believe it. <laughs> Yeah, my bio professor was the guy who talked at five words per hour and repeated every other sentence 
and then asked us questions somewhere in between those sentences. And then if we didn't answer, he would make us all stand up and then we would stand up until we could answer the question. And normally none of us were paying attention. So neither, none of us actually knew how to answer the question. So he would explain it all over again. <laughs> so, he's a he's a fantastic human being. He's an awful teacher, but a fantastic human being. That's nice. At least you got a good teacher. I mean, my parents told me that, um, was it my parents? It might have been some random person online. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but they were like, don't take classes just for the A. Like, try to find professors that you think would really have an impact on your life or like that you'd really connect with because they're the ones that you're going to remember. Yeah, I think it's true, generally saying, because then you'll have like actual interest in taking their class, right? Yeah, and you want to do well for them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a professor like that now? I honestly like my professors a lot. Hmm. But I don't talk to them. It's I'll do that one my semester. <laughs> what? It's very difficult to have because like you're you can schedule office hours, obviously, which probably most people would use to, you know, chat with their professors. But then at the end of the day, after you're taking like 10 hours of Zoom classes, you're just like, no, yeah, you don't want to look at your screen anymore. Right. And if you want to talk to them like before or after class my professors are recording the whole time. So like you can watch it on the recording after. And uh, <laughs> not a huge fan of that. <laughs> I don't, it, I feel like it's so awkward in front of like a hundred people. And then there's like, you ask like a question. I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, it's like talking in the group meets. Like the people who talk a lot, a lot in the group meets, like you start to recognize them. I don't know if I want that. <laughs> we have those people in our econ class, and there, there are two of them in particular. One is named Carlos, and the other one's name is Ahmad. And oh my gosh! So I think on the last class, they came wearing matching suits, and I don't think it was planned. But here, let me just let me find the photo. So, can you see this? Yeah. So, oh, look at them. they both have headphones. They both have red ties. They both have suits on. And they were next to each other in my screen. And I was like, <laughs> well, this is, I have to take a picture of this. <laughs> um, and then at some point, people started talking about why they were wearing the, why they were wearing suits. And um, somebody else was like, they're agents. And then the men in black and then somebody else was like which one is fbi which one is kgb and somebody said one is fbi undercover as kgb and the other is kgb undercover as <laughs> um and so that is our econ class and then in halfway through class carlos just started smoking a pipe and i was just like this is the most amazing thing in the world it's so good did they ever respond to the the allegations? I don't 
I actually don't think he said anything. I think like everybody is just. I think he just listens to people talk about him. Just chilling, smoking his pipe. Yeah, literally in the middle of class, he just pulled out a pipe and then lit the pipe. <laughs> and then you just see smoke come up on his screen. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. That's so funny. People do whack things during their Zoom classes. Like, <laughs> I. Have you seen the one where the girl like goes to the dentist and gets her teeth cleaned <laughs> like during class? <laughs> yeah, and like the setup is perfect, so you can see everything. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I don't even know. Weird. Well, studying. Oh yes. Huh? Um, make sure you do your textbook readings before the lectures because prior knowledge helps a lot what about cramming how effective is cramming for long-term memory not very for test scores it's not bad (laughs) it's so much effort to actually try to learn everything like it's really rewarding but it's a lot of work I feel like studying is overrated. Like, I feel like all you should do is just cram for the test. And then I feel like if it's a class that you really care about, you're going to go back to. That's a good point. Because, like, for my seminar class about suffering, it's a fantastic class. Um, Put people off a lot of the times when I talk about it. But, um, but like, because we have to, we ha- I think we had to do about 20 or so, like 150 page readings, 50 to 100 page readings oh. um, every week. But I would read, I'm reading all of them again, just for the sake of, you know, remembering the main points of the argument. Mm-hmm. But also I think five years down the road, I would probably pick some of them up and read it again and then re-annotate because it was interesting. And in that case, I'm not necessarily studying, but learning, you know? Yeah, See, that's the thing. I feel like we should focus less on studying and focus more on learning. Yes. We talk about that a lot in my class because mm-hmm. I think with school, a lot of people lose sight of why we're studying. Like we're not just, we shouldn't just try to get good grades. Like that's a very results oriented way of thinking. And that's kind of what the school system has led us to do. But that kind of takes the fun out of learning. Like it doesn't feel like learning anymore. It just feels like work. Solution is to dismantle the education system. Yeah, actually the yeah, because, like, I don't know, like, people, like, especially the whole thing about assigned readings, like, I read Great Gatsby on my own time, I didn't read it for class, mm-hmm. but had it been when it's assigned for class, and you feel obligated not to enjoy the book, but to be able to know enough about the book so that you can write about the book, which you know is going to happen two weeks down the road. <laughs> And then you're just like, oh, this is such rich symbolism. Oh, the green <laughs> light. And then you're just like, 
oh but this like takes away from reading a book for the sake not of understanding the symbolism but for the sake of entertainment because when you're reading a book you don't like your goal isn't to analyze everything that's going on and figure out exactly how much work went into crafting this beautiful plot like sometimes you just want to enjoy the story and that's fine yeah I really think sometimes authors do not intend their books to have such rich meaning like I sometimes for my creative writing class in high school I would write something and then or like for a workshop they we would write something and then in class we would read it and then analyze it and every time I wrote something and then people would have like 10 different things to say about it yeah I have a friend who who wants to go into education policy and she's like I feel like she's gonna be someone who works to dismantle the education system which is like really cool that is really cool yeah it's so Mm -hmm. I hope that things change. I don't like not liking school. <laughs> yeah, I think I enjoy school for the sake that I get to do learn stuff. I do not like the part where I have to earn good grades and then the part where my professors, do your professors get mad at you if you ask about grades in class? You can tell they get a little irritated. <laughs> okay, my econ professor, there's like, some people who just don't learn from the first time but like my econ professor is always just like stop asking me about your grades your grades don't matter and i was like yeah that's because you're probably a tenured professor who has a good stable job and you have like you know you have your life already planned out for you and the rest of us have to think about our grades because without our grades we can't get into the job that we probably want to get into and then if we can't get into the job we want to get into we're not gonna have a stable life and only until you have a stable life can you be like, my grades don't matter. Mm -hmm. Just like, stop telling me my grades don't matter right now. Yeah, because they do. <laughs> I mean, unless you're just gonna give everyone an A, like grades do matter. Yeah. <laughs> I want to profess more that. Actually, I do have one class where they're like, don't worry about your grades, like you'll be fine. And it, it actually is fine. Really? Yeah, like I've turned in, I've told you this, I've turned in multiple assignments like, and still gotten full points on them. So like it really takes the pressure off and it's so nice. Yeah. And I, that class has been like the most enlightening for me. So professors should like take a note and, <laughs> and maybe think more about that. I think that's the same with my seminar class. I don't think my teacher has done a single grade. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Also, he assigns study questions or like we're supposed to watch a film for our asynchronous classes and answer questions about it. Mm -hmm. He did that once and then never did it again. <laughs> um, so all we do is like we get to listen to him talk and then do the readings. So it's like an actual intellectual discussion mm -hmm. slash lecture where your mind is not on I need to write this next paper because like I need a hundred points to get an A but it's on like wow this is really cool and now I get to think about this as I walk to the dining hall <laughs> yeah I love that I love when a class is able to like 
make you stop for a second and actually start to think. Mm -hmm. There's so much to think about. <laughs> but we just kind of get tunnel vision and like on grades and on the next thing to do. And that's why burnout is so big because like when all you're thinking about is school all the time, mm -hmm. that's so exhausting. <laughs> yeah, and with that, we will leave you all to study. Um, wisdom for the day is to try to raise your laptop a little bit so it's like somewhat eye level so you're not like crouched over. Good bad job. posture. My yeah. posture has been getting very bad lately. But yeah, I just got a little a little riser thing. Oh, that's so cool. My mom has one of those. Oh. Yeah, it's very nice. So I don't have to stack textbooks anymore. <laughs> is that what you used to do? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I haven't been at home. I've just been like yeah yeah okay um last week's sound was this. i don't know what it is can you hear that yeah okay it was a button on a pencil case i have that pencil case <laughs> a very similar one it's mini mouse <laughs> i think mine is oh crap i have a very similar one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i think it's in china it's <laughs> Look, it says ears of love. <laughs> That's from China. Okay. All right, all right. Here's the new sound. Can One you more time. Yeah. Okay, there you have it. Thanks for listening. Email us with any guesses at rforacy at gmail.com. Okay. <laughs>